History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American Citizenship and its Decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started and it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash justnews. Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports. Yes, it is today, January 6th, 2022, exactly one year after the U.S. Capitol riots. And uh, listen, there's no way to sugarcoat uh, last January 6th. It was an ugly day. A large number of people did a lot of stupid, criminal, bad things. They shouldn't be assaulting police officers. They shouldn't be storming the Capitol. And as a result, there are 700 people who have been prosecuted and some remain in prison, some are going to prison. And that is the appropriate response. If you punch a police officer, strike a police officer, deface, ruin, harm U.S. government property, you are going to get punished because that's what law and order societies do to people who do that. But Today, President Biden tried to equate January 6th with Pearl Harbor and 9-11. And with all due respect to the president, it was a great fire and brimstone speech for about 30% of the country. The hard left would have loved this speech. But on a day like today, a one-year anniversary of a negative event, you should speak to the entire country. And uh, President Biden did not do that. He chose to make this a backward-leaning attack on Donald Trump, maybe because Donald Trump is still in his head, still scaring him about 2022 or 2024. But this country needed a path forward. Americans are in the midst of surging COVID, surging inflation, surging crime, surging illegal immigration. They're looking to their president for answers. They're looking to a path for the future for fixing these things. And instead, Joe Biden used today to put everybody's gaze on the rearview mirror. And here's a danger. If you keep gazing in your rearview mirror all day long, you know what happens? You end up crashing into someone in front of you. And I think today's speech, while getting the faithful at MSNBC and CNN excited, didn't do much to first address the wrongdoing, how we move past the divisions of last year. Um, instead, 
it just widened the divisions between the left and the right, the independents, and a large part of the country could take nothing away from the speech. But as we look back, just from a factual standpoint, let's just be clear. First, the number of deaths, destruction, injuries on January 6th compared to the summer riots across many, many urban areas, not even close. Compared to the wave of violent crime in cities like Atlanta and Chicago, not even close. And it is insulting to those who gave their lives at the World Trade Center or the Pentagon or at Pearl Harbor to suggest that those days of infamy where more than two or 3,000 Americans died are somehow equated to a bunch of idiots running through the Capitol, defacing things, striking police, all of this criminal, condemnable criminal acts. And I know there's a lot of people who say, oh, you're just too tough. I'm, no, I'm not. You can't be a law and order conservative if you don't condemn what happened that day. Anger, frustration, desire to change the election, all fine. But once you cross the line of criminality, you get what you deserve. And uh, unlike Tucker Carlson and others, I can't feel particularly sorry for those who committed those crimes. Is there an overwhelming difference in the way they're being punished versus the summer 2020 perps? Absolutely. Is there a dual justice system? Absolutely. Those are legitimate criticisms that ought to be addressed. But listen, the people who did what they did, good-hearted, bad-hearted, crazy, silly, emotional, they committed crimes. They should get punished. It's just that simple. We need to move on from that. Likewise, equating that to the incredible attack by the Japanese on Pearl Harbor or the incredible attack of Al-Qaeda on World Trade Center on four planes and the Pentagon, it's not the same category. And most Americans see that. And most Americans were looking today for a president who could speak to a country that's in the midst of the largest COVID crisis. It's had yet a million plus cases a day this week. Never reached those numbers under Donald Trump, although there were breaking news headlines back then. Today, there are hardly any. There are inflation, job losses. A record number of Americans are dropping from the workplace. They're looking for a president who can find concession and conciliation and agreement on how we can fix this country. And instead, they got a hard left MSNBC answer on the one-year anniversary of January 6th. That's just the truth. There's no facts. There's no opinion in this. It's just factual. Now, today we've got two amazing guests for you. Buckle up. First off, we don't want to let January 6th pass, the one-year anniversary, without talking to someone about what we still don't know about the security lapses, the security posture of the U.S. Capitol. And joining us in just a few seconds will be Congressman Rodney Davis of Illinois. He is the ranking Republican on the House Administration Committee, the person who has the most insight into the posture, security posture of the U.S. Capitol. And we're going to ask him what's unanswered and what is it. We'll also ask him his reaction to the president's speech today, President Trump's reaction to it. An interesting opportunity to get some real live reaction from someone who was in the Capitol that day and responsible as a ranking member for the Capitol Security on House Administration Committee. And then I'll take a break and we'll come back and we're going to talk to former Congressman Lou Bartoletta. He is running for governor in Pennsylvania and he is the man... If you were reading us and listening to us over Christmas, 
who uncovered the illegal immigration smuggling operation that the United States government and nonprofits engaged in to bring illegal aliens into central Pennsylvania, into Scranton, Hazleton, all of the great coal country and energy cities in the great state of Pennsylvania. He's going to tell us how he uncovered it, what's going on, what's the reaction of the locals, how can it have an impact on the 2022 election and beyond. So two great guests. Current Congressman Rodney Davis, followed by former Congressman and current Governor for Pennsylvania candidate Lou Barletta. We're going to have both of them here in just a second. But let's take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll have Rodney Davis, Congressman from Illinois, up next. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you your 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick. House Nutrition, and of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. Folks, Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved Meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store. Factor makes it easy as they are flexible to your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. 
All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. As promised, a very special guest, a man who I think wrote the most important letter in all of Washington this week. Joining me right now is Congressman Rodney Davis from the great state of Illinois. Congressman, welcome here. Hey, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate the time. Well, this is is such an important issue. You have been a consistent and persistent voice in trying to get the American people answers about what the Capitol security posture was, what Nancy Pelosi and the House Sergeant at Arms and the Capitol Police Chief knew, and you keep getting thwarted. What is that like to not be able to get basic answers as a member in the institution whose own security is affected by these decisions? Well, it's very frustrating. As a matter of fact, you know, this isn't new. We've been asking for this information and these communications from the Speaker's own appointed Sergeant at Arms. And remember, John, the Capitol Police Chief, the Chief of the Capitol Police, the way the security is set up around the Capitol, he or she cannot make the final security decision without going to the political appointees right. like Speaker Pelosi, Sergeant at Arms. All we ever ask for is we want communications leading up to and on January 6th. We want them to be preserved and we want them to be turned over to us because my job, my job is to make sure that the Capitol is secure. And it's laughable to think that that's not germane to making sure that we don't make those same mistakes again. Yeah, and that's really what you want to do. We want to learn from the, what happened that day so we can become a more secure capital, just like we did after 9-11, right? That's your primary goal here. That's my only goal. That's yeah. my job. Look, I'm in the minority right now. I'm the lead Republican on, on the House Admin Committee. Right. But I fully expect to be chairman when we take the majority. And I guarantee you, we will get these communications but by then, it's two years past the time when the American people should have seen what did or in many cases did not happen to prepare our cops and our security apparatus prior to January 6th. Yeah, that was such an important thing. Now, you've done a lot of investigative work. We've covered it all at Just the News. You've had a lot of great revelations. As you look at the, the body of evidence you have been able to get, despite the stonewalling from the speaker and her, her folks, uh, what is the storyline of the uh, of the Capitol security failures that people should know? What, what are the things you're certain of after all the work you've done? Well, thank you for that. And thanks for following what we're doing because the the, the certainty we have is that politics played a role leading up to security and the security posture on January 6th and before January 6th. Remember, in my capacity, I got a security briefing the day before from the Capitol Police. Right. And trust me, there was nothing in that briefing that would have indicated that we would have had the violence we saw on January 6th. Of course. And, and we Republicans condemn all that violence. You do. But Every in day. The end, you have. We, have. we have seen investigations by the Capitol Police Inspector General. We have seen conflicting testimony in front of the Senate committees of jurisdiction between then Capitol Police Chief Steve Sun and then Sergeant at Arms Paul Irving. And when all we do, and when the Senate too asks for communications to verify what Paul Irving's saying, the Speaker's appointed general counsel says, no, we cannot have them. They will not comply and give that info to us. At a time when the Speaker, through the sham select committee, is asking and getting voluntarily thousands of communications from people who are no longer employed by government. She is denying the Committee of Jurisdiction access to government communications. What is she hiding? Yeah. What? Uh, let's zero in on the Sun Irving conflict because it's a very important one in terms of what was told to them or what they were worried about. 
obviously they didn't brief this to members when you went to the briefing, but they seem to have a worry and they seem to be asking for some assets and got turned down. Describe why the Sund Irving conflict is so important to resolving the questions. Well, let's let's also take it a step back too, because the Sun Irving conflict originated post January sixth. Right. When the Senate committees of jurisdiction were doing their job, the Senate actually through their Senate Rules Committee, which is our their counterpart right. to our House Administration Committee, they did their own investigation, and everybody cooperated. The Senate Sergeant at Arms turned over communications, but the House Sergeant at Arms. When Steve Sun, then the chief of police, said that he had requested the National Guard, Paul Irving directly conflicted that assessment at the witness table. And the senators asked, can you provide us communication, the same communications I've asked for on the House side? And his response was, I'll have to talk to the general counsel. And the general counsel denied the senators the same information to prove if Paul Irving was lying or not. It's amazing that the same group wants to demand transparency. The rest of the witness, and I get that, that's important for oversight, but they can't give the same transparency that they demand of the witnesses. The conflict is just so obvious. We know from Cash Patel, who was at the Pentagon at the time, that there was an offer made on the 4th, the 5th, that, hey, if you need the National Guard, we'll whip them up. They'll be there early. What do you think happened after that offer came in and was made to the police or whoever it was delivered to? What do you best based on the best information you've been able to gather, understanding their gaps? Uh, what do you think happened to that offer? Well, based upon the fact that the Capitol Police complied with our request, and we've seen in emails in the Inspector General's report, we heard the word optics, and what the optics word in testimony and public and, and, and public articles has come from Paul Irving the House Sergeant at Arms at the time. Remember, he answers directly to Speaker, Speaker Pelosi, Pelosi right? Speaker Pelosi's team. So they were obviously concerned about the optics of the National Guard. There is absolutely no reason that the, granted, we know there were intelligence analysis failures at the Capitol Police. Right. And frankly, John, I don't think those have been corrected yet. Yeah, you have a real the concern about failures, that, don't you? I do. I do. Because our job is to protect the Capitol and they are making failure. They are making the same bad decisions. So in the end, in the end, what we see is the inability for the cap police to be able to make those decisions without going through the political appointees and the Capitol police board that has the final say on the security posture around the Capitol and the Capitol police board, John, for your listeners, is made up of the Senate Sergeant at Arms, whose office was cooperative, the architect of the Capitol, who's been mostly cooperative, and the House Sergeant at Arms. And when one of those three objects, there's usually an objection. Um, but those objections by the architect of the Capitol, when he said it was absurd that Paul Irving asked him to remove bike racks on January 5th, he was summarily told, you remove those bike racks. Why? That's fascinating. Wow. Yeah, I mean, these are why the, it's and it's hard to believe we're a year later. We don't have the answers to something as basic as that. Is there a belief? I've, I've talked to some Republicans, maybe Jim Jordan, people like that, who kind of feel like the, the concern or the possibility is the idea of bringing the National Guard in did get to Nancy Pelosi and then it just got poo-pooed. And that's why they don't want to release the communication. Is that one of the operating theories that Republicans have right now? Uh, I, I think we can speculate on many theories, and that would be one that I would say is is, is credible. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, we've 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 got to get access to that information. And if 
and if she wasn't hiding anything, then we would have that. And that's what's frustrating to me. And I think it should be very frustrating to the American people. Yeah, it's so different from the way Republicans and Democrats acted after 9-11, right? You had the amazing Lee Hamilton and Tom Keene, Republican, Democrat. They worked together so closely. And their goal was to get everybody the same information because America deserved it after a tragic event. And here there just seems to be so much politics. When you step back, you listen to the president's speech today, you heard what he said. What's your reaction to what President Biden and Kamala Harris said about comparing January 6th to Pearl Harbor 9-11? Well, the violence that happened on January 6th is unacceptable, right. but in no way is it comparable to 9-11 and Pearl Harbor. And also understand, I saw political violence up close. I had to run from bullets on a baseball field by That's right. a crazy gunman inspired by Bernie Sanders. So, That's right. We forget that. That's right. You were there the day with Steve Scalise, yes? Yeah. Yeah. And it was uh, obviously uh, terrifying, and, and I don't ever want to see that happen again, but uh those are the types of things that we've got to address and as the American people and make sure they never happen again. Yeah, well, I know you've got the determination. That's why that letter this week is so important. Last question. I know you're, you're, you're in this unusual yep, circumstance in Illinois where they, they've collapsed two districts. You're up against Miller. Uh, President Trump obviously has endorsed her. But what do you think of that race? And what, you feel confident about all the endorsements you are getting? Well, I feel very confident about yeah. what we're doing. Uh, to, to win this new district. It's a district I'm very familiar with and one yeah. that I'm, I'm going to continue to, uh, to campaign in and one that we're going to win. And, and, you know, we're going to keep talking about what matters the most. Yeah, that's, that's the key thing is being able to understand that and know. Well, sir, I, I know you're real busy. The, the, it sounds like a call for action is there. So I, I want to yeah. let you go. I want to thank you so much for the time today. And we're going to follow every step of this investigation until you get the answers for the American people you're seeking. Thanks, John. You take care. You as well, sir. Thank you so much. Happy New Year. You too. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to have an extraordinary conversation about illegal aliens being shipped into Pennsylvania, not by drug uh, gangs, not by MS-13, by the United States government and nonprofits working under the color of the U.S. government. An incredible story with former Congressman Lou Barletta. You want to hear this right after this commercial break. It's an eye opener. We'll be right back. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, Add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Hey folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out 
by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews and extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. As promised, a very special guest, somebody that over the holidays really broke open a wide, uh, wide, eye-wide opening story about the federal government's role in trafficking illegal immigrants into the heartland of America, in this case, into coal country, right in the middle of Pennsylvania. Joining me right now is the former mayor of Hazleton, Pennsylvania, former congressman, and now a Republican candidate for Pennsylvania Governor Lou Barletta. Uh, congressman, good to have you on the show. Nice to talk to you, John. Thank you. This is an amazing story. When we when we put it up on Just the News, it soared to the top and it stayed there for two or three days because people really get what's going on now. Their government, their governors, local democratic machinery, they're taking illegal immigrants who shouldn't be in the store, uh, states anyways and moving them up to the Texas border and dropping into middle America like in your backyard. How did you find us? It's such a great story of how you uncovered this trafficking operation. Yeah, well, actually, I had a source that, that contacted me and said that um, they were watching FlightAware, which is, which is how you can track planes right. as, they're, as they're flying. And uh, they found the plane uh, coming from El Paso uh, into Wilkes-Barre-Scranton Airport, and they took a screenshot of it. Uh, after the plane landed, all the information disappeared as if the flight never happened. The tail number, the, the, the manifest, the flight manifest, nothing there uh, buses were uh, were waiting for the airport they people came off the plane onto the buses and away they went uh we've after uh, and then bob cadero on uh talk show host on wylk also uh, broke the story and we found out that on december 11th they also had a plane fly into wilkes-barre scranton at night uh i immediately called uh uh, out Governor Wolf and, and Attorney General Shapiro to please explain to the people of Pennsylvania if they knew about this, uh, if the people on the plane were actually vaccinated, if they have proof of vaccinations, uh, did they have background investigations done? Because we know gang members, MS-13 and others are coming in through the southern border. And of all things, where are they taking them? What communities are they going to? What schools, if they're minors, will, will, will they be going to? And I got crickets for an answer, uh, and the only thing I got was two more planes on Christmas night uh, where we were able to take uh, photos uh, of the plane for proof, and again, off they went, and uh, after the public found out about it, they switched the flights, the, the ghost flights from Wilkes-Barre Scranton, and took them to Allentown, where, again, we had someone take a picture of the, uh, the plane and the buses, 
and they came New Year's night. John, why the secrecy? Why would you move people from the border on Christmas night, New Year's night, when you think nobody's watching? Yeah, it, it is remarkable. And, you know, this is an area of the country that's been hit hard by the energy crisis. It's been hit hard by inflation, uh, by labor shortages, um, by the pandemic, and uh, now a new crisis of humanity of people coming in who have needs and they're going to put pressure on the social welfare system are just trafficking in. There's no warning. There's no accountability. There's no transparency. How are local people reacting to this? Well, they're, they're outraged. They're literally outraged that, that this is happening. And, and we did not get a good answer other than from Health and Human Services, who sponsored the flights, um, who said these were minors, unaccompanied children who were being reunited with family members. I can tell you for a fact there were adults there. And if all of this is in the up and up, then why the secrecy? Why not tell us what communities they are? Why not show the people that they, and I'm not only talking about COVID vaccinations, John, I'm talking about to enter our schools in Pennsylvania. It is under Pennsylvania law that you have to have vaccinations for polio, for hepatitis, measles, mumps, chickenpox. Do we know any of this? Are, you know, are, are our children being put in danger? And the only thing Governor Wolf and Shapiro said is they threw their hands up, attacked me for bringing it out, yeah. and said, this isn't our problem. This is the federal government. You should know better. Uh, I did serve on Homeland Security, and I do know better. But I also know that the governor and the attorney general have a responsibility to protect us. And they are the only two who could have pushed back on Biden as to why you bringing that border crisis to Pennsylvania, putting Pennsylvanians at risk. Yeah, they acted as though they have no power, but you can go to another state like Florida or Texas and you can see the governors there pushing back and, and using their federal right, federalism rights or state rights to push back. But in this case, uh, the, I, I assume the governor and attorney general, both Democrats, they're OK with this anyways, right? Because it's in, in an ideological fit for them, right? Uh, uh, no, no question about it. They see nothing wrong at the border. Uh, they, you know, they, they don't have a problem bringing those problems here for us to deal with. And, you know, I've, I've been fighting illegal immigration for a long time, back to my time as mayor of Hazelden, right. when I created the first law in, in the country, uh, because I saw the effects it has on the community when you don't know who that person is. I mean, I, I remember we arrested a guy for selling cocaine on a playground, a playground I grew up on. Uh, it took our detectives five hours to determine who he was. He had five social security cards. So we have no idea that that person is who they say they are. It's amazing. We know fentanyl is coming into our country right. from that southern border. Uh, we know the drug cartel are using, you know, using this as a way to get into our communities. How does this benefit anyone in Pennsylvania by bringing people from the border at nighttime on Christmas and New Year's? Yeah, no, it is a remarkable thing. Now, you're running for governor. You're going to challenge. Uh, first, got to win the Republican membership, but you want to challenge Governor Wolf. Um, describe the difference in philosophies between you and the Republican Party and what we see with the governor and President Biden on this very issue. I mean, a very stark differences. There is. It's night and day. And actually, it'll be Attorney General Shapiro because Governor That's Wolf right. is term limited. That's right. My fault. Yeah. And what you'll have is even worse, more liberalism than than Governor, Governor Wolf. I mean, look at Philadelphia. Look what's happened to Philadelphia. You know, how, how has Josh Shapiro kept the people of Philadelphia safe? You know, they, they set a record in murders and crime. Nobody feels uh, safe in, in that community anymore, in that city anymore. It's a sanctuary city. Um, so how is he going to 
you know, how is he going to keep us safe? You know, energy is, is, is our, is our golden ticket here in Pennsylvania. We have more natural gas here than, than countries have. And, uh, you know, we're, we're not able to get it out to the market because governor Wolf wants to put us into a regional greenhouse gas initiative, Reggie it's called with 11 other States that will basically kill our natural gas industry. And Josh Shapiro will do the same thing. So our future will be, you know, again, of more government control, more lockdowns, more shutdowns, less freedom. Uh, we'll be less safe. That's not going to happen under a Lou Barletta administration. I'm going to enforce the rule of law. I'm going to open up our energy to the world. It's going to create jobs here. We're going to be a freedom-loving state. I believe people you know, know better about what's best, how to educate your children than, than a politician. We will never teach critical race theory. Uh, under my administration, and we're going to respect the law enforcement who have been literally trampled on by by the Wolf administration. So it's night and day, you know, how our lives will change depending on the next election. Yeah, it's it's really remarkable to, um, you know, people say elections give stark choices. There are very stark choices coming out in the 2022 election. I want to go back to this illegal immigration thing because one of the challenges now is we know it's going on because we've got these episodic proofs like the good work you and your whistleblowers and the airport and others did uh, in in Pennsylvania. But it seems to me getting a full accounting is perhaps the single most important thing we can do. There are federal resources that have been used. Uh, do you think there's a way through FOIA, through uh, congressional oversight, if Republicans were to get control of Congress, to get the Americans a full map of where have these people been uh, gone? Who are these people? Should they have been really kept in Mexico under the Remain in Mexico protocol? Uh, it seems like that would be a really valuable national project to to achieve. What are, what are the levers that, as you know, someone who's been in Congress before, what are the levers that we can get maybe some of that information out from? Well, that, there's no question. Congress, you know, has the power to, uh, uh, through through their hearings, again, I, I, I served on uh uh, Department of Homeland Security Committee. So I understand totally what information that you could get. And, you know, if people read the 9-11 commission report, it was a, a commission report that, that Congress had uh, had put together so that we never have another 9-11 again. Yeah. It's very clear that securing our borders and knowing the backgrounds of who's coming in. You know, if, if you're getting on a plane and somebody wants to go around, you know, the TSA agent, do you feel safe? Uh, how do you know that that person is who they say they are, that they're not affiliated with MS-13 or the drug cartel or terrorists? And, and why would you put our people here in Pennsylvania? I'm running for governor because I said we, we can protect ourselves one state at a time. Same way Florida's doing, same way Texas is doing. We can do that here in Pennsylvania. If there is not a firewall between Joe Biden and his liberal administration and the people of Pennsylvania, if, if our governor is not a firewall to push back, our lives will, will be entirely different here in Pennsylvania. And we're, we're going to see more people leaving. We're losing population now. And, and we'll see more people leaving. And, and you know what happens when our jobs leave Pennsylvania, John? So do our children and yeah. so do our grandchildren. The people vote and with their feet. All gonna, that's all going to stop. Yeah. You see the flight out of Illinois, out of 
California people are rejecting these policies because of the personal consequences to their family, and they're moving to friendlier states like Texas and like Florida and Alabama, and and, uh, it's remarkable. But the ultimate statement is when people start voting with their feet and leaving. What do you think is, uh, as you step back now, you've got a, a, a big election next year. What, uh, this year, later this year, uh, what do you think the um, the question, when Americans go to the ballot box uh, in November, what's the question they're going to ask that's going to turn that election, make that election a crystal clear outcome? Do they like the direction our country and our state is going in, in the last uh, in the last year? I mean, we saw Governor Wolf literally picking and choosing what businesses had to close. He kept our kids. He stole one year of education away from our children when science didn't back him up. We don't know the long-term effects of that. And then he put, I mean, how many lives were lost? He put COVID positive seniors in nursing homes when we knew our elderly were were our most vulnerable. Right. Uh, do, Do we want more of that? Do we want to lose an opportunity to keep our good jobs here in Pennsylvania? Do we want more crime like Philadelphia? Do we want government literally shutting your business down again? I mean, I'm, I'm scared to death that that's going to happen again. You know, we're, we're going to look and, and government's going to tell you, you have to take a vaccine. You have to take something, even if you don't want, want it, even if you don't believe in it. You know, we lost our freedoms. We literally lost our freedoms. And, and, and with that, many people lost their livelihoods. Yep. And we're still dealing with the same COVID. In fact, we're dealing with more COVID now than we dealt with a year ago. It's um, We can't even get tests. Yep. He they criticized the, the Trump administration. We Trump got vaccines faster than we can get a test kit. Try to get a test kit here in Pennsylvania. You can't. People are standing in line. How did they not see this coming? How, how critical they were of the Trump administration who ended up get, getting us three vaccines. We can't even get a test kit to find out if you have COVID. Yeah. Well, Lou, this is going to be an amazing year to watch. It's such an important election, Pennsylvania. All eyes are going to be on it. And um, we're going to be staying in touch with this. If you get more information on this um, illegal alien trafficking operation, we want to know about it. We're going to stay on it. But we want to thank you for getting the public alerted to this and and bringing it to our attention. It is such an important thing, and it's probably going on in communities all across America. We got to we got to get a, a handle on it. There's no doubt about it. And you've helped move the debate in a very big way. No, thank you, John. People can follow me on loubarletta.com. Uh, we're going to stay on top of this. I think people of Pennsylvania have a right to know where people from the border have been taken here in Pennsylvania. Yeah, such an important thing. And that's a great place to go for information. Uh, Congressman is doing a lot of great work there. Sir, it was an honor to have you on. We look forward to getting you back on again soon. Thanks, John. I'll talk to you again. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Happy New Year. All Happy right, New folks. Year to you. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up for the day. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time 
IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. So grateful you can join. A big thanks to former Congressman Lou Barletta, as well as Congressman Rodney Davis for joining us today. Important guests, important things, two amazing stories. January 6th, the U.S. Capitol's continued security posture. Do we have it right? And two, why are we trafficking? Why is the United States government involved in trafficking illegal aliens from the border who don't belong here, who should have been kept on the other side of the border under the Remain in Mexico policy? And why are they taking him to places like Scranton, Pennsylvania? Well, former Congressman Lou Barletta really gave us a great rundown there as to what's going on. All right, folks, so glad you could join us. So grateful. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of John Solomon Reports. I'll tell you who we got. We got a great guest. Dial in for this. This is a buckle your seatbelt day. Yale epidemiologist Harvey Rich is here. He has been a thorn in the side of Dr. Anthony Fauci. He believes that we mishandled this pandemic. You're going to hear why tomorrow, the whole hour tomorrow, with Harvey Rich, one of the greatest and most respected epidemiologists in the entire world from Yale University. He's a pro-vaccine guy. He's all those, but you know what? He says we got it wrong. We got it wrong on hydroxychloroquine. Got it wrong on ivermectin. Got it wrong on the public policy approach. You're going to hear from him why he thinks that one of the most cogent voices in science and medicine today. That'll be our guest tomorrow. So tune in. Good way to end a great week here in Washington. Until then, may God bless you and may God bless this extraordinary country, the United States. You've been listening to John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Just the News. God bless and good night. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year. And then the inflation data came out. Higher than expected, again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So 
you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now.